Danny Blanco, my man, how you doing? <laughs> You're not rocking with the best kids in the game podcast. Your boy Randy J. Cruz, Danny Blanco. Welcome to the party. We are here. <laughs> Thank you for the intro, man. I find Danny Blanco on both IG and Twitter as Sir Danny Blanco. Find myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z on both IG and Twitter. Uh, go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff to the program. We greatly appreciate your support. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on BallIsLife.com, as well as YouTube.com slash BallIsLife Podcast Network. So, Danny Blanco, as we are taping this, um, you know, I go on Twitter about like an hour ago, and I see something very interesting. Um, the NBA is uh, changing the, the names of these individual awards for the season. Uh, I think it's a cool concept. I don't know how the, you know, I don't know about the design of the trophies, but um, I think <laughs> I think it's a cool uh, way to just to kind of like pay homage to those who made a big major contribution to the game of basketball. Uh, we, can, we can debate on who should have a trophy name after them and all that and, and not. Um, but as of now, as it stands, um, the new Clutch Player of the Year award will be named at the Jerry West, the Jerry West Trophy. We have the Most Improved George Mikan Trophy. Yeah. Uh, the Sixth Man of the Year belongs to John Havacek Trophy now. We have the Wilt Chamberlain Rookie of the Year Trophy. We have the Akeem Olajuwon Defensive Player of the Year Trophy. And the Michael Jordan MVP trophy. So Magic has the Western Conference Final Finals MVP trophy. And I think Larry Bird has the Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy. And I think Kobe has an all-star award after him. And and Jordan has what? The regular season? Jordan has the the regular season MVP trophy. Reg, regular season MVP. And then they have MVP of the East and MVP of the – you said MVP of the East, MVP of the West? You're talking about the, the, Magic uh, the, the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. The Finals, the Finals, the Finals. Okay, Eastern, Western. Okay. Anything else in there? Um, I'm going to double-check who was the NBA Finals. Top – Probably top, Bill Russell, right? Top water boy. Top, top usher. You you'd be you'd be right up there, top usher. Mm-hmm. I you'd think right the MVP there. of the finals is um, Bill Russell. So. Yeah, I think the yeah, I think the MVP. The, yeah, so okay, MVP so. MV the finals is is Russell, but Michael Jordan has regular season. Yes, and then there's you said Magic and regular seat regular season MVP, but you said Magic and Bird have what All Star. MVPs? Magic and Magic has the Western Conference Finals MVP. What? So Finals MVP. So we're giving out Finals MVPs, and we're giving out regular season MVPs, and then we're giving out a NBA Final MVPs. Yes. I K for the yeah. people in the back that didn't. Understand That's why Stephen Curry last year won the Western Conference Finals MVP against the Mavericks, and I think Tatum won the Conference Finals. For the East Award, yes. Well, I so think now, I think it's a it's a great thing. Uh, I mean, these awards are phenomenal. Being named for you know for older 
for players that we can keep their names generation to generation. So that's great. Number one, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think we should go more lean more towards the soccer, where they have a regular season a regular season championship, and then you know, so you having a regular season MVP, and then having a finals conference finals MVP, and then having a finals MVP. Yeah, we mm-hmm. need, we need that because. What I think is going to happen is, you know, you got to have one person just sweep the sweep the load. You know, so Steph will just get the Western Conference <laughs> Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Then the NBA Finals MVP. Wow, that's a lot of trophies, man. That's a lot of trophies on the way to the chip. Yeah, that should be dope. Yeah, I, I, I think it's great. I mean, it's a lot. Um, again, I think it's a cool concept, but you said just to kind of, you know, Pay homage to those who really had an impact in the game and award winners and, and stuff like that. Oh, but there's always a debate. Hey, like, so Kareem's gonna keep getting disrespected and have no award name after him. I don't know. I don't know if there's one after him already. Oh, yeah. Um, like Shaq doesn't have one. People are gonna always say, "What about him? What about him?" Like George Mikan is like, "Why is he the this this award after him and the clutch and." Someone said Jerry West was like one and nine in the finals, but he's a clutch player. Though he, uh, the, it just well, he was clutch before the finals. Yeah, <laughs> when he got there, it was a different conversation. But there's not too many players that we could that literally are called Mister Clutch in general. Yeah. So yeah, but I think they got the MVP right, Jordan. Um, you know, I yeah, think yeah, they got Alajuan, Defensive Player of the Year. Right, um, but again, cool concept. We'll see who uh, ends up winning these awards come uh, come June, July. Um, but should be very interesting. So I thought I might point that out. No, it's good. It's going to be a great. This, you know, this year, obviously, adding those those trophies is going to be a uh, good conversation towards the end. See who's uh, doing what and uh, with what team, and yeah, uh, they can run the board. You know what I'm saying? Get all the get all the trophies on the way to the chip. I mean, I don't know if that ends all the uh, goat debate. If like, hey, if I'm the name, if I'm if my name is attached to the MVP of the regular season, that's gotta be like, yeah, yeah, this thing is closed. But people are gonna keep going with this goat debate respectfully. So, okay, you listen. The year that Carmelo won the MVP, nineteen ninety seven. I guarantee you he traded in for a championship. And it was funny. I, I was doing the, the digging the rabbit hole of YouTube, and they asked they asked Jordan before the finals. Like, they knew Chicago, Utah. So they say, hey, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Hey, so, you know, Carmelo got the MVP. And then Jordan was like, oh, yeah, th- that's cool. But I'm going to get the finals MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does your does your MVP really count if you don't bring home that golden trophy at the end of the at the, at the end of the season? Championship, I mean, yeah, yeah it, it it counts. You know, I'm, it I'm counts. Gonna... Does it count more? No, of, of course the finals <laughs> counts more. But I'm not gonna be like, all right, call, uh, like AI, you averaged 31 a game in 01. And you're either uh, MVP, but you lost four one to the Lakers, or now your MVP is like, nah, it just it means something. It means something. It'd be better if you add a championship attached to that, but it means something. When I'm in the room, 
Yeah, I mean, remember uh, it was the NBA seventy five, NBA no NBA seventy five when everybody was was going into the rooms. Yeah, and some rooms, some rooms, motherfuckers can't get into. No, so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm MV, I'm regular season MVP. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, you finals MVP. You can't get in this room, baby. Yeah, you got, you got, you got a chip. That's cute. Stay over there. Just, just yeah. Just, just it's weird because even in the end, in the, in that Jordan era, either Jordan won the MVP of that year, or this is when he was active. He either won the MVP, or he beat the MVP in the finals. That's it. <laughs> so I'm not counting the Elijah one two years. Hey, take my so, trophy. I'm coming for your neck. The finals. If you take my trophy, that means obviously the league thinks this guy. It's better than me. Let's see how better he is when it's all about the championship. Mm-hmm. God bless. Yes, sir. How about right. the Nets? <laughs> Moving on, the the your Brooklyn Nets. Um, they started off nine and ten. They're now eight and two in the last ten. They are now standing fourth in the Eastern Conference. Uh, getting their mojo back. They are at seventeen and twelve, above five hundred. Uh, looking looking really good out there uh, since the whole Nash changing of the coaches and everybody coming together healthy. Like, like, like we both said, it's going to take 20, 25 games before Christmas to figure out, you know, where you're going to be, you know, by the time the playoffs come and get in their stride. And, and, and Kevin Durant getting 30 a game. Kyrie's looking uh, – Good out there, 25 a game. Ben Simmons still getting acclimated, but he's he's starting to fit in. Joe Harris playing better. So they're, they're really clicking. Jock Vaughn doing a real great job right now in Brooklyn. So as a fan, you know how you know how, how we get down. We're, we're both big Katie and Kyrie fans, but just to see this team who was, you know, a lot of people had them in the dead. They were dead. Finals. They were dead. NBA finals. So now only dead. above them are Cleveland, Milwaukee, and Boston, but I think they're in a real good spot right now. They were dead. They were left for dead. A lot of folks early in the season talked about Kyrie, talked about Kevin Durant trade, talked about the suspension. Kyrie's suspension, of course. Ben Simmons not playing well. Joe Harris limping on one ankle. Fast forward. What do we what do we see? Looks like Joe Harris after two ankle surgeries is shaking it off. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe. We're about to trade you soon. Uh damn. Ben yeah. Ben Simmons. Shout out to John Collins in Atlanta. Ben Simmons starting to get his groove. Whatever mm-hmm. that is. Mind you, Denny Blanco is only asking for 10, 10, and 10 from Ben 10. I'm not asking for anything else. Anything else after that is extra because we just want him to get 10, 10, and 10 and defend the best big mm-hmm. or small. Do that, we're fine. KD doing what he's doing. He's been doing what he's doing, carrying this damn Nets team. Then you have Kyrie actually looks like he's getting into a bag that he was in before. Yeah. The brouhaha. He's in a bag. So now you bring Utah Wantanabe, Utah the shooter. You bring Seth Curry along, TJ Warren along, 
Patty Mills, nah, when he feels fit to shoot, make some shots. Now you have some, now you have a good handful of shooters, defenders, scorers on the team. The last 10 games, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the the Brooklyn Nets are eight and two. Yeah. Eight and two on a four-game win streak. Okay. Let's see what happens in the second half. Uh, excuse me, the second portion, second leg of this NBA season. The first leg mm-hmm. was kind of bumpy. It's kind of rough. Oh, yeah. Very, very, <laughs> very bumpy. It was a rough roller coaster ride. I'm still in pain from it. It looks like now we second leg of the season looks like we're going to be turning the corner. It's going to be hopefully no injuries involved. Mm. We shall see. But the Nets, I believe, have turned the corner. And I think we can both agree that when KD and Kyrie are on, um, I know we mentioned that, you know, Tatum and Brown might be the best combo in in the league, and rightfully so. But when when you get KD and Kyrie clicking, it's uh that's yeah, defensively, offensively. I mean, it's going That's to be hard a competition to... right now for the best combo right now. Yeah, defensively and offensively is going to be tough to 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 top Jason and Jalen. But <laughs> I don't know if Jason and Jalen could score seventy five between them. Uh, maybe let's say eighty. 80 points consistently every single time. I believe Kevin Durant and Kyrie can give you 40 each game for four games in a series. So I don't know if that's, you know, capable, you know, those guys are capable. And then also, too, you have to understand Brooklyn, you know, Kyrie and Katie aren't defending as much as Jason and Jalen are on their teams. So I understand that. So check it out. Tatum, 38 and 4. Brown, 20, I think it's 27, 7 and 4. And then Durant, 37 and 6. Kyrie, 25, 5 and 5. Kyrie's not even in his bag yet. Kyrie's not even really in rhythm yet. That's what's crazy. He's starting to find it now. You see the last five, six games. Good, you know, mind you, he was gone for a couple of games, correct? Yeah, wind, he has to get his wind up, he has to get his his chemistry back up. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get into a rhythm and a bag, which I think he's about to be in a couple more games, yeah, that 25 could easily be 28, 29, and you bring on KD, Mm -hmm. bring on TJ Warren, Ben Simmons. I like what I'm seeing. Randy, my Brooklyn yep. Nets look crazy, baby. <laughs> Bro, you're only one game out of third. You know, you got Boston and Milwaukee above you. Um, f- What is that? Five, maybe four and a half out of second behind Milwaukee. Again, we're talking about. Saying, it's uh, doable. Listen, it's doable. It's no, doable. no, we're talking about four games back. We're four games back. <laughs> we're four games back before four games behind Celtics. Four games. So we're 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 sitting right where we need to be. Yeah. Shout out to Jacques. Jacques Vaughn. Vaughn. And listen, we, my listen, my team is only two two games behind you. We're six now. We talk about a bumpy ride. We, we were a little, little, looking choppy in the beginning. 
Um, but I think to your point, many, many, many months ago, you know, you said on the show that Tom Thibodeau can be a microwave where he needs to be an air fryer. He needs to be, you know, able to adapt and not be so stubborn. And like, listen, you see all make the proper adjustments. And he has real quick. He has shortened the rotation up in New York. Um, Cam isn't playing as much. D- I don't agree with that. As much. Uh, Fournier is completely out of the rotation. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and Randall has been in his bag last couple games. Uh, starting to play a little better. Um, he, he had a rocky beginning, but um, they've won four in a row. They're now six in the in the East, two behind you guys. Um, so they're in that they're in that pack of like six to the playing area. That'll go back and forth until they decide they want to keep winning or not. So just want to point that out for the New York teams that uh, we're seeing a better effort, better play out of Brooklyn and the Knicks. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Oh, man, here we go. See, I'm giving you I'm giving you all the props and flowers, but when I mention New York, you went, no, stop, stop, stop. Stop. New York Knicks, New York Knicks. Slow down, slow down, okay? Let's take it step by step. Um, Shout out to Jack Vaughn. I was saying that he – um, is is quick to call timeout when he doesn't like what he see. He's learned obviously yeah. from Orlando. I, I I I appreciate the which is interesting to me. You couldn't respect Steve Nash, a two time MVP, but Jacques Vaughn has your ear. Fascinating. Let me repeat that again. The Brooklyn Nets could not respect Steve Nash, a two time MVP, in reference to coaching. But they respect Jacques Vaughn. What's the difference? I would like to know. I'm sure there are differences you guys are going to tell me about, whether it's mm-hmm. Jacques Vaughn has been a head coach before. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, you're right. So maybe that's a difference, and that's why Kevin and Kyrie will allow a ear to them. God bless. Now, you mentioned Tom Thibodeau. Yes. I applaud you, Tom. You finally listened to the NBA whisperer. As I whisper, as I was whispering in your ear every single game last year, up until now, I said you got to play the young boys. Yeah. I need to see more grinds. I need to see more deucey. I need to see more quickly. OB. And look at what we have. As soon as you and I, I'm sure you could correct me if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. As soon as they put Grimes in the starting lineup, their defensive rating went up tremendously. True or false? I'm sure we can all correct uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But no, you're right. But you're right. But at, at the same time, when Grimes was hurt and Cam was was in the starting lineup, Cam was getting two, both, both. That's he, my he, point. He was getting that work too. That's my point. Yeah, you put either Cam or Deuce in there. You see what you get. You I, like I said, you mentioned uh, Cam. I don't see. I don't know what the problem is with that. I don't know if it's, it's in, in what they're seeing behind the scenes. He's not giving them what they need. I don't know. I know when he's starting, he's tall, long, yeah. and gives up, he gives people problems on the defensive end, which is what you guys need. So I'm confused about the not playing Cam. But positively, you guys are looking way better. Shout out to J- Jalen Brunson. Uh, hopefully he gets a little uh, – gets better he just injured his ankle mm-hmm. um these guys know where they're going they know what shots they need to take shout out to julius randall um 
you're playing lights out. Definitely some um some games I, I have issues with your shot selection, no question, and your vision, yeah, no question. But overall, you've been playing very well. We shall see what we do with this down the line because, guys, you told me you wanted to trade Julius Randle. And if you guys didn't have Julius Randle this year, where would you guys really be? Honestly. Mm -hmm. Where would you guys be? Because RJ is not really playing well. He's starting to play well now. Right. He hasn't been playing well the whole season. Randle has been playing well pretty much the whole season. Is it fair to say Randle's been your most consistent player in the Knicks? Um, I would say like twenty two nine and three. He's been he's been your most consistent Knicks Nick, Nick player this year. Yeah. So bring him along, Obi. Shout out to Obi. Hopefully he gets he, he gets healthy. Hurt his leg the other day. Uh, you know here it is. Like he'll be back real quick. Three weeks. Yeah. Um, you get Obi quickly. He's playing well. Deuce is playing well. Grimes is playing with a tremendous confidence being able to. Like I said, you play the young boys. They get to see these stars early and often. Get to work out some kinks. Turn the ball over. Shoot bad shots. They learn. They get better. Yeah. Going forward from there. Guys, you think Shy Shy SGA? from Oh, Shay. Shay Gilgis. Shay Gilgis. Thank you. You think he was this type of player coming out of college? No. He had to develop. Yeah. He had to get the green light. Super green. Mm -hmm. Grinch green. To be able to develop to a play that he is now. Who knows? Grimes could be that player along with RJ. Yeah. Obi could be that player along with RJ and and, uh, Randall. But you're going to have to give him some playing time. That's Mm -hmm. the point. Yep. Uh, but regardless, man, um, Brooklyn four right now, New York is six, getting some better play out of both teams as we come to the holiday season. So, um, looking forward to see where we end, where we both end up when it's all said and done. Uh, quick tidbit: Cade Cunningham is out for the season. The season? Yeah, he's, he's having season-ending surgery on what? Shin. Yeah. I thought you knew that. This is why it's called in, "It's in the game." That's right. That's right. <laughs> I tell you things that I don't know, and you tell me things I don't know. So. There you go. It's called "It's in the game." We share resources and, and information, and then we confirm and, and deny from there. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, he, you pl- know. he plans to have season-ending surgery on his left shin. He should make a full full recovery ahead of the 2023-2024 season. All right, well, so that's, that's a bummer. It, well, and I was thinking about this the other day, just uh, off, off rip, just a sidebar. I was looking at Orlando, and Markel Fultz hit a jump shot the other day. I was like, wait, Markel's back? Yeah. And then I thought to myself, I said, damn. Look at that. Just on paper, look at Orlando. On paper, I'm like, yo, this team is loaded <laughs> on paper. When you look at the resumes, number one pick, you got Bobo, you got uh uh you got quotes, Mo Bamba, Bobo, Ben uh Bancaro, Cole Anthony, uh I think Wendell Carter. All these are all time um, Wagner. 
He's all top 10 picks. Wagner. He's all top 10 picks. But I seen the rumor earlier in the week that they might be shopping a couple of guys, including Mo Bamba. So I don't know. Hey, the Nets could use Mo Bamba. I did not tell you that months ago. Say again? Did not tell you that months ago. Yes, you are right for for the people in the back. And because, you know, when I tell people things that I've known for years, months, hours, and no one listens, I like to be corrected when when it's right. Shout out to Randy J. Cruz. He said months ago, yo, Mo Bamba's just sitting there not getting any playing time. What's the vibes? Yeah, because the because the emergence of Bobo is like, all right, so how, I, if I can't keep <laughs> yo, both. Bamba's like, yeah, I got this whole, I got this in the bag. They was like, yeah, we got this guy called Bobo. He was like, so? My African brethren ain't going to be, ain't going to ain't gonna do me dirty. Your African brethren came in, shoots better than you, mm. shoots better free throws than you. Handles the rock better than you. It handles can, crazy. Can can pass better than you. God, God bless. <laughs> you lost your position, big boy. Little Bob is on the trade block. Um, I mean, if they keep them, uh, listen. There's there's still there's still a very young team, another year year or two out uh, of making some noise in the East, and the same same with same with Detroit. So they got a good young core roster, and then one more year or two, Detroit and Orlando is going to be um, neck and neck in the Eastern Conference. So uh, speedy recovery for Cade Cunningham. We'll see where Mo Bamba yeah. ends up. Because um, you've always said, listen, if you if you want a big man, I was preaching for Dwight. I said Mo Bamba, you're preaching for uh, for Boogie Cousins. So the, the the bottom line is they're playing good, but if they add that one more piece, that big man. That's like okay, now we can start. Doing Listen, trade. Let's I mean we, we're talking about trades and possible, possibly we're, we're only twenty five percent into the season. Can we? Uh, can these teams that are yep. currently constructed get better with one trade? Listen. And that that trade time is coming up in two days, so I know teams are going to be ready. Again, there was a phone call from. It was a phone call from the Brooklyn Nets to Atlanta. Let's go through some trade scenarios, shall we? If you mm-hmm. may, we may. There was a phone call made from Brooklyn to Atlanta. Brr, hello, Sean Marks. Yeah, hello. Yes. Um, we like John Collins. Do tell. Do you, what do you like about him? Oh, we we love his athleticism. We love that he shoots threes. We love that he, he could defend about four positions. We would like him on our team. Atlanta. Uh, okay. Well, you know he's having little issues with uh, Trey Trey. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that's about, but you know, Trey Trey, him and Trey Trey ain't get along. So we we want to see what's out there. What what do you got? We got Joe Harris. Click. Hello. 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 See, when you start with Joe Harris, he just uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a oh, wrong number. Like he led with Joe Harris and they like, hung up on him. Joe so Harris like, okay. and somebody Joe else Harris hung up on him. Like we we have to understand. Like if they're gonna obviously Brooklyn is gonna try and pry. John Collins and John Collins is going to be. I mean, could you imagine John Collins on Milwaukee? Oh, I, I could you imagine John Collins on Boston? Could you imagine John Collins on Miami? Mm. You know, without giving without these folks giving away core pieces is the point, you know. So, these next the the the, the second leg of the season is going to be interesting because teams are starting to, like we said before, be who they are. 
And then now with trades possibilities, mm-hmm. they could be way better than they already are. Like I said, Brooklyn needs a big. Uh, need, <laughs> LA needs a shooter. You know, maybe maybe finally Indiana gives up uh, Turner or Heald. Maybe. All right. Maybe Joe Harris can go to LA. Give us, give us, give us Dennis Schroeder. Give Brooklyn Dennis Schroeder. We'll take that. Not you don't need Kyrie. You, you don't need a Schroeder, bro. You, you you need you gotta you gotta keep what you have, but try to get a big man. And I think if any trade any trade for a big man, um, you're probably or any trade in general. Let me go back. Any trade for a big man is gonna be involving a Joe Harris. Nick Claxton is as as part of your, your, your starting base. That's Royce what has O'Neal. to go out. Royce O'Neal. Or Royce O'Neal. That's your starting base. Now, do you do you get that for John Collins? Maybe not, but that's where you gotta start. You ain't trading Ben KD Kyrie. All right, that's over here. Or then over here you have the Seth Curry's, the Royce O'Neal's, the Joe Harris. You, you ain't trading uh Watanabe. We can't you know what I'm we, saying? We, so yeah, we need we need to get big quick. Yes. We need to get big quick because Milwaukee, Cleveland, <laughs> Milwaukee, Cleveland, the Sixers, it's it's, it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be trouble. It's gonna be trouble. Yeah, obviously, when you come playoff time, you got the Giannis's and Joe Joel and B just won uh player of the week for the Eastern Conference. He had 53 the other night, so it's like <laughs> Who do you have to stop Joel Embiid in playoff time? Who do you have to stop Giannis? Again, my my strategy right now would be is obviously just it's Ben right now, Ben or bust <clears throat> until we get another big uh, that can uh, help. Um, you're right. Uh, there's, there's a lot of teams. Uh, it looks like Warriors are going to stand pat. The Suns got Drake, Jake, Jake Crowder just sitting in limbo. Jay Crowder uh, decided that he wanted more money. I'm thinking that the team made the move. No, Jay Crowder is healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the Suns benched him. No, Jay Crowder is healthy. He's just like, nah, I need more money. I need more money. I, I need to, you know, and listen, you got to be P.J. Tucker, bro. You got to be P.J. Tucker. Just come about your business, do your work, and then say, y'all want this money. And then mm-hmm. they th- come out of you play, you play your contract. Become a free agent, be like y'all yeah. want this money. You'd be like, no, be like, all right. And then you, you know, look at look elsewhere. But right now, it's just like you got Jay Crowder sitting. He could help many a teams. He could help more anybody in the East. He's in the West right yeah. now. He can he can help a lot of people in the East. Okay, you got Dallas. Dallas made a change in the starting lineup. You got Tim Hardaway Jr. starting now, but I don't know if they're going to try and get a bigger. Um, you know, there's going to be LA definitely needs to make a change immediately. So, I mean, we'll and uh, uh, for, you know, let's keep it real, you know, real quick. Western Conference, the Lakers have been playing better. Uh, where are they now? They're 12th, but still, they've been playing a lot better than before. Way better. Um, AD is actually bubble AD now. Surprisingly, AD. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, shout out to the Pelicans. Uh, I mean, 12th. the Warriors are still a knife now. Utah, who started off hot, are tenth now, um, but at the top, still the Pelicans, Memphis, and Denver. Phoenix is now fourth. Sacramento fifth. Portland sixth. Separated by four point five. Right. Um, four point five games separates literally the Jazz at ten. Right. 
between the Pelicans and one. Four games. And he, even last Four. night, Dame Lillard went crazy. He had fucking uh, eight threes in the first half. He had 11 total tying his career high. That's it? With, what's what? <laughs> I said, oh, he had only had was 11? 11 th- yeah, well, he, he took <laughs> he, he took 17. <laughs> you know, this all he had game time, man. He took 17 threes. Well, he had was 11. Yeah, I think he finished with 38. Oh, um, yeah, I'd expect so, 17. I expect him to hit 15 out of 17. Yeah, you know I mean, 16. You know I mean, so 14 out of 17. Glad to see Dane back. I know he came back from the calf injury last week, and I, I just love the, the core of him and. Simons and Jeremy Graham. I love watching Portland play. That, that through those three, yeah, problem. That's a nice problem. That you're not you're not going to nice be able to solve right those things. Yeah, you're not going to be able to solve those. So it's great because now Dame has a young guard mm-hmm. and a young forward. Yes, brilliant. And Chauncey. I know the last couple of weeks we've been talking heavy about Tatum being MVP. You know, Tatum, Luca, and those guys be MVP. But I think time, I think it's time we throw in Zion Zion in, in there too. Got the best record in the Western Conference. He's been averaging. He just got off the player of the week, 30 a game. Last couple of games. Like, uh, does he win it? We don't know, but you got to throw him in there with Tatum and, and Luca. No, he's in there now. Shout out to uh, Zion, obviously, because you're on a winning uh, team doing work. Uh, there's a couple of things we'll talk about with Pelicans real quick. Number one, uh, shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, you have a long list of people that hate you. The Warriors, the Mavericks. Now you have the the, the actual uh, Pelicans. And quite frankly, you have to understand the <laughs> NBA players don't forget. So Zion was sitting back and saw the saw his team get cracked, and now his team is doing well, and he he's, he wants to he wants to force a little bit. And Phoenix, you know you have a problem with that? Solve it. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul and Devin Booker, you have a problem with that? Solve it because these guys these guys are looking at you and saying you're food now. And shout out to Zion. Twenty five points, maybe he's averaging, mm-hmm. right? I'm seeing no jump shots. I'm seeing none. I'm seeing a few. I see. I see him taking some threes now. So I'm not saying he's three. Steph three? Curry, but three. You just said Dame took eleven. <laughs> no, Dame took seventeen and made eleven. Correction. Thank you. Even worse. Still seventeen threes a lot. You hear me? Still. You hear me? You hear me? So you taking three threes. Everything to the Baja. <laughs> Everything. Catch an elbow. Yeah, have you seen his arms, bro? Like, if, if, if this is where I start, his arm ends like right here. No, no, no. Guys are guys are bumping like like they try to body him and they bump off him. Yeah. Like they they like he may be the strongest guard. Like LeBron could do nothing with him. Like one on one, LeBron could do nothing with him. Giannis couldn't do nothing. I'm talking about in the paint. Like if he was, if he caught in the elbow and was allowed, just allowed to go, man, he's doing work. Yo, Zion, Zion going at Giannis or vice versa is like fucking Transformers. It's like- <laughs> I need to see it. Must see TV because he he these games he's playing. He's guards can't guard him. 
Biggs yeah. can't guard him. He's he's literally unguardable at this point without a jump shot. Bro, yeah. Giannis, Giannis is like Optimus Prime. Zion's fucking Megatron. Like, <laughs> like we said, like we said years ago, 45 years ago, we said if if Giannis gets a consistent jump shot, y'all in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the same thing for Zion. Zion's averaging 24-25 without a consistent jump shot. If he gets a consistent three where he can make threes, just three mm-hmm. game, he's going to average 30. Right. Zion, 25-7-4. and four. <laughs> And he what's takes... The, what's, the percentage, what, what's the percentage of shooting? What's the shooting percentage? He takes about 16 shots a game. Uh, 68%, something like that. Wow. Like it's, it's like 68%, something like that. Sixty-one percent from the field, and thirty-six from threes. Fifty percent from the field is good, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Fifty percent. He's at sixty-one. Sixty-one percent from the field without a jump shot. Come on, y'all. Come on, and, y'all. And he plays about between 35, 40 minutes a game. Come on, bro. Come on, like. And then All this right. one I'm telling you, I'm telling right. you, Zion. All right, New Orleans. All right. Once you start getting, once we start getting expectations from you, yep. You you gonna have to keep giving us something now, mm-hmm. okay? The clock yep. is on. The clock's ticking. Last point before I head out. Um, not sure you were still up at the, at this time, but you know we saw uh, Bronny James and Cayenne Anthony ball out yesterday, last night. Sierra Canyon, Christ the King. Uh, two sons of uh, LeBron and, and Carmelo, just uh, a, a great sight to see. <clears throat> it was on, on ESPN two, and just kind of makes you feel old because now you see that you, we saw LeBron on ESPN twenty years ago. We saw Carmelo on ESPN twenty years ago, coming out of high school and going to college in Syracuse, and now seeing their sons ball out and um, just a great, great thing to see. Uh, I believe Sierra Canyon won the game. Um, Cayenne's still a sophomore, so I know he has more growth and development to, to, to go. But um, just happy for both of them. LeBron was there. Carmelo, a whole bunch of people were there. Uh, not sure if you've seen it, but um, any takes on seeing Bronny and Cayenne um, go at it last night? I, I didn't see recently. I've seen them play. Um, look. LeBron James, besides being arguably the best one of the best players to ever play in the nba it looks like he's one of the better humans in the nba basically Mm -hmm. giving you a blueprint on family what to do how to do it um how to surround yourself with the right group of people and how to raise a family right um and how to nurture and you know it's hard to you know it's hard to say when you're when you're sons of an NBA great. It's hard to say when you decide you want to become following your father's footsteps. It's hard to say. Obviously, we've seen early on, we saw folks thought Jordan's son was going to follow in his footsteps. Played a little bit, but no thank you. Yeah. You see what happened with the the, the Curry the Curry boys. You see what happens with you see what happened. Obviously, now you're gonna see what happened with LeBron's, you know, LeBron's boys. So it's it's just phenomenal. It's great. I applaud them. Um, 
they should literally um because of their names they'll be followed and critiqued which is yeah part of me i don't like but it comes with the territory so if True. you're the number one pick just like you know ben carroll said sometimes that dookie felt like a, a zoo animal it's part of the game when you when you you know your 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 family your your legacy is LeBron James? That's part of the game. So they they'll be prepared. But I thought, you know, I, every time I see him on TV, I just applaud. I know LeBron did a great job, and uh, he's opening doors for other fathers and and, and sons and, and and players to be able to be dominant and be on TV and 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 sign deals before you even get to college. Yeah, sign deals and make money before you even yeah. get to college. Mega deals, huh? Mega lifetime deals, huh? Talk to me. <laughs> Come on now. Um, you can find Denny Blanco on both IG and Twitter <clears throat> at Sir Denny Blanco. Find myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J C R U Z on both IG and Twitter. Find the podcast again on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, ballislife.com, youtube.com slash ball is life podcast network. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, hit us up on social media, give us some ideas or give us some feedback, whether you like it or not. We still appreciate you. Either way. Um, either way. Either way. I know many people have disagreed with what I've said and what Danny have said, but yeah. it's the nature of of what we do. So um, on that note, Danny Blanco, Randy Cruz, it's in the game. We out. One yourself. Yes, sir. <laughs>